dedicated to all my beautiful queens, all my beautiful ladies out there. She is a queen. joining another episode of the key chat today my special guest is miss Brittany Cristantos and Brittany is 21 years old and she's already the author of two books she's an author speaker and youth advocate one of those books was written by the age of 15 so she has a very 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 inspiring journey so we're just going to talk about her history and she has a lot of great things to inspire people how are you doing today I'm good thank you I'm really glad to be here thank you so much Thank you so much for being a guest. So like I said, I read over your information and looked at your website and I know like you have written the two books, but one of the things that really struck me was that you had select mutism for seven years. So before we get into that, just go ahead and break down, you know, tell people about yourself first before we lead into everything. Mm-hmm. So for the first seven years of my life, I, like you said, I had selective mutism and basically what that meant was that I was very selective of who I spoke to and I was basically muted for seven years. And it was, it was like an anxiety condition where I just was afraid to talk. I could, I just was afraid of shy and quiet. So my journey for a long time has always been about how can I find my, my voice and how can I feel comfortable in the world to speak my truth? And so at seven years old, I would talk to my parents. I'd talk to my like close, my siblings my sister but I wouldn't talk to anyone really and like I said like the whole journey was about how can I find my voice and then in high school um I I was in like this popular group I was like average you can say and I was really depressed and I never realized why I was depressed or I didn't realize what was wrong but it was the seven years of being muted in the seven years that I didn't get the proper treatment and the proper help to get through those times and I often talk about how like our past has a big effect on who we are today and this whole journey of discovering myself and helping others is all about like finding your voice and finding your truth and long story short that was that was my that was my truth that was my journey to find myself. Wow, that's a very interesting thing. So when you were going through the mutism for seven years, did your parents like bring you to a therapist or like, what were the doctors saying? Well, they took me to like treatments, like um, doctors, like to see if I was deaf or to see if my hearing was fine. And of course, everything was fine and I, my hearing was perfect. Um, so they really didn't know what to do because back at the time, like in 1998, when I was born and like up, like they didn't know what this was like being a selective mute wasn't something that was big back then now I feel like it's more I hear people it's more common like a lot of kids have that or I've talked to a lot of parents and they're like oh my god my kid doesn't really talk my kid's so shy but back then it wasn't something common where you have a kid that is in a classroom and doesn't talk to anyone so um there wasn't much treatment there wasn't much therapy there wasn't much much the doctors kept saying that Brittany will speak when she's ready to speak mm, wow So one of the things that I picked up just looking through your information 
It said, one of your quotes was, I have always felt my calling is to do more, give back to the world and make a positive impact. So, you know, obviously you mentioned your experience as a child and being a teenager and your first book was at 15. So what inspired you to even decide to put your story down on paper, especially at such a young age? Um, What inspired me? was uh it wasn't really inspired me as my mentor this girl that was helping me and she said like an exercise for me to do was to uh speak your truth and let your emotions and feelings come out because I didn't know how like to really express it because I've always been like quiet like keeping myself myself to myself like my my feelings so she told me to get a journal and she told me to write down how I feel every morning every day and like the progress of my journey so when I was doing that after a few months, she's like, I, I think it's time you write this into a book and help others. And I was like, wow, like, I was like, TMO, like, that's a crazy thing. Like, I'm 15. I, I can't do that. Like, I, I don't think that's, I don't need my, the world to hear my pain or what I'm going through or my dark thoughts. And she's like, trust me, the world needs to hear it. You can help people. So I was like, yeah, like, I can help people. So I became very, really, like, passionate after that point to be like yeah like I want to tell people how what I'm going through so other people can understand and maybe that pain I'm going through could help someone else today so my book um a lot of it is like my diaries and then a lot of it is the tips and the tools I learned to get me through each moment of going through whatever feeling and struggle I was going through in the present moment so it was all it's all back to like 2014 and like when I was in high school um and you can really read and see the progress and the journey I've been on of how I had to find the voice and how I had to go through these tools and lessons in this journey to really find happiness. Wow. And I know, like you said, you were encouraged to put it on paper. And you, initially you were like, wow, mm-hmm. what challenges were there if you had any just putting it on paper? Because, I mean, did you self-publish the book? Because obviously that's an amazing accomplishment to do something like that at such a young age. Thank you. Um, yeah, I self-published it. Like, I was very young. I remember I was pitching to publishers. I was like, I'm going to be a writer now. But, of course, I was 15 on no platform, on no social media, no presence. So I literally, like, literally did it myself. I researched it. I went on Google. I said, like, how can you publish a book? I even wrote, like, how can you publish a book when you're 15 years old? And there's no information on that. Obviously, I found a girl who could do a cover design for me. I, like, did everything. I found an editor, someone who I, who someone I knew that knew, who knows the editor. I was like, help me, please get this story out there. So I self-published it. I got it out there. And within 24 hours, the book became bestseller. And I was like, wow, like, this is insane. Like how, like, I was literally like a 15 year old girl that was forced to write this book, was writing it and it's out now and it's published and it's actually helping people. And I realized like that moment was so profound because I was like, this book is changing lives because I would get messages from teenagers or from people that read the book. And it was like, wow, like you saved my life. And I was thinking about ending my life, but I don't want to anymore. And I got all those messages at like 17. And I was like, wow, like, that's insane. Like that my book can touch lives like that. I wanted to inspire other teenagers. Like I was so sick of of living for so long without a voice. Like I realized one moment, I just want to help others. And it was about me going through my struggles of depression and anxiety and taking 
my journals and things that made me feel okay and turning it into a book to encourage other teenagers who may be going through mental illness. So that book was entitled I'm Not Your Average Teen, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> and I know your second book is called Beneath and Beyond. So what made you decide to write the second book? You know, like I said, that's what I'm great accomplishment to get the first one out and I agree you definitely are not the average team so how did you transition to say hey I'm going to write that second book yeah so after a few years of like talking to schools and working with teens and being a motivational speaker I found my calling you can say I found that discovery that I realized I wanted to help people and I wanted to really make an impact because I realized like through the crowd and stuff when people would talk to me and ask me questions like the kids they were going through mental health issues or they wanted help or guidance. And my book is great for mental health because you can relate to it. The first one, you can understand what it's like to go through that journey. But I wanted to like have a book that really helps you and really helps you with your mental health and really gets you healing and really gets you thinking about things to help you move forward with the mental health. And so the second book was a workshop I created called Beneath and Beyond. And I talked to kids and, and, high schools and universities now and I talk about how to heal yourself and how to get through trauma and childhood memories and things that cause you to have mental health and we have exercises and tools in that that allow you to interact and get that healing going so not that the first one can't help people but the second one was really like how can I actually put my knowledge and my tools and what I've learned over the years into this book Mm. And that's what I want to talk to you about next is that you do these live beyond, I'm sorry, beneath and beyond workshops, workshop sessions, and also something entitled high vibe sessions. So can we hear more about the workshops, just more information on how that works? I know you mentioned, you know, being interactive. So how does that work with your workshops? And also, which is speaking in your motivational speaking? Like, can we learn more about the groups and everything that you have worked with and how the workshops go? Yeah, so I done like um, women empowerment summits and I try to like empower women. So the high vibe workshops are like woman based. Like I'll have like a panel of different females and different careers and different businesses talking about how they are motivated to, you know, create, create their career or do their calling and find their passion. So I've done that a lot in the summer, but then the pandemic happened. So it was hard to keep that going. Um, and then um, the workshops is I get, uh, I go to like the high schools or the universities and I work with classrooms to really work on how to get through these hard times. And so I work interactively with them and it's, it's amazing because I get to really see what people are going through and help be part of their journey. Mm. So I know like that's, it's great that not only have you written the books, but you've taken it to another level, you know, to work with people, speak to them, things like that. What have been some of the biggest highlights? Because obviously you're inspiring so many different people. Not only are you inspiring teenagers, but now you transition. Like you said, you're inspiring women. I'm sure plenty of them are older than you who still find something that they can relate to and they're getting some inspiration. So how is that? How is the feeling that you've gone from not talking for seven years of your life to mm -hmm. now you're speaking and you're helping people and you're making a difference? How, what has been like the highest highlight from this whole experience I think the biggest highlight is what you said is from not speaking to be able to go on a stage and talk to hundreds of people 
and be able to work with people and meet strangers and not feel uncomfortable is the biggest highlight highlight because I know that I accomplished my biggest fear and it's to speak and to know that I've accomplished that and I've gone over that is incredible but obviously the second biggest feeling is knowing that I'm helping people and I'm making a difference what are your future goals you know you've written two books you're speaking you're doing the workshops you're doing all types of appearances what do you see on the horizon what goals do you have next yeah, so I'm actually currently writing two more books. They're different. The first one's going to be about, um, and I'm going to tell you the title of that one. So I'm not your average young adult. So it's a spinoff of the first one. And it's going to be about, you know, my journey of finding myself as a young adult, being 23 and um, trying to find my passion in life and trying to figure out, like, as a young adult, we have all these questions that present itself to us, like, who are we? Or what's our career goals? Or what's our passions? Or what's it, what's the career that's going to make us help us pay the bills? We have so many bills and requirements, responsibilities as a young adult. Whereas a teenager, you're just you're just living life, you know. Um, so there's been a lot of struggles. I had to like go through my journey of dating and finding love and heartbreaks and finding my love I'm with now and just really finding myself. And so this book, I really dedicated it to inspiring young adults who all have the questions of who are we, how are we going to find ourselves? And it's important that we think about these questions. So I took in the last two years off and to really focus on that, to find myself, to figure the questions so I can answer it in the book. And then um, another book is more of a spiritual journey. It's about um, helping people feel trusted in the universe and helping them find different spiritual tools to help them get through their life. And it's more spiritual and it's more, um, it's a little different than my regular writing. So I'm excited for that as well. Running away from her fears, thinking her voice wasn't good enough. She was mute, seeing the world from the inside out. That as well. <laughs> how, how important has spirituality been to this journey for you? It's been very important. Uh, if I wasn't spiritual, then I don't think I would be able to get through this. And being spiritual doesn't mean that you believe in like a religion or you have to be like religious. It just means that being spiritual means that you trust that there's a universe or there's a divine or whatever it is. That, that's guiding you and that's what it means to me is trusting every morning when I wake up that someone something or someone or whatever power that is is going to guide me through the day and it's going to help me get through it so that's what spirituality is for me and it helped me through my anxiety and like meditating and doing yoga and things like that have really helped me as well mm. so I know you mentioned that you obviously spirituality is important you meditate, you also perform yoga. Do you have like some tips maybe for someone or just some common practices that would help someone? A lot of people are dealing with anxiety, especially right now in the time period that we're living in. It's just a very, you know, stressful, high energy environment. Not everyone can handle it, you know. So what are some just tips, like maybe, you know, five tips or so for maybe suggestions possibly that people could practice to just simply lower their anxiety every day or just to start their day off with a different type of mindset? Well, if you're just getting into meditation or yoga, um, one thing I recommend is just being present in the moment with your body and like checking with yourself. So like, I know it sounds crazy, but like self-talk. So like telling yourself, like, how do I feel right now? Taking deep breaths and focusing on your breathing and focusing on your body and 
you know, noticing them, how you feel in the moment, like when you inhale and when you exhale, like how your body's reacting and, you know, just saying like, how do I feel right now? Um, what can I do right now? How can I be more chill? Like every time I inhale, I tell myself, okay, I'm going to be okay. Every time I exhale, I tell myself this will pass. Whatever feeling is happening, whatever anxiety or thoughts that's presenting itself to me, it's going to pass. And when I do that, I become really mindful. And that's, that's meditation is mindfulness. So just becoming mindful of your moment, even if you're on the subway and you're, you know, stressed because so many people around you, or you're in the shopping mall and you're having anxiety, like, you don't have to sit there, like closing your eyes, meditating. You just, you just have to be in meditative state, like just being present, being mindful. And when you're mindful of the emotions and anxiety that comes up, you're able to like um, remove it because you're, you're, you're conscious of it. Right, right. So for any teenagers, I know obviously you're no longer a teenager, but again, this is, you know, a very stressful situation right now that a lot of people are living in. There are high rates of suicide. You know, people are going through a mental health crisis. For some younger people, though, you know, because sometimes I think they may get forgotten that they also have mental health issues. They experience anxiety. I think a lot of times people just associate stress with adults, you know, but obviously younger people, they're dealing with a lot and they're dealing with more than the previous generation were accustomed to dealing with. So what advice would you have for some teenagers? Because I think they're a very special group. You know, they're in a time period where they're just, they're trying to find themselves Mm -hmm. and they may not necessarily always have someone to talk to, to express how they're feeling or even finding someone that really understands where they're coming from. So what what would you say to address a teenager right now who is dealing with some stress and anxiety or they're just dealing with, you know, that awkwardness where they don't know where they want to be, they may not necessarily fit in. What would you say to them? Um, the most important thing I'd say to you is uh, stay, stay put, like just trust everything's going to be okay. And I know trusting doesn't help everything, but it, it will help Um reach out for help. Like, don't go through this alone. This journey alone is very scary. Being in the pandemic, being locked down for so long, not knowing what's going to happen, not knowing if there's going to be another lockdown, another pandemic. And it's a scary thing being a kid, but it's a scary thing being an adult too. But for all the kids who are struggling, I would say, find someone you can talk to, find an outlet to, to release your feelings and emotions with, and maybe be like me and get a journal at the bookstore and start journaling every single day. But don't do this alone. Don't go through this alone because it's a scary time and nobody should go through this alone. Um, And if you can find a support system, someone or something that can get you through this, then I would recommend that. I'd recommend that. Mm, That's very good advice. So one thing that we always talk about on this platform is self-love. And you've gone through a very long journey, but you've come out on top. How has self-love played a role in just where you've come? You know, like you're doing something really special. You not only are you taking what you've experienced and just become a better person, especially at a young age, but you're helping other people. So how has self-love played a role? Because self-love, having some confidence, really understanding, you know, that your story is valuable. Not everyone takes their their story to help another person or even feels that their story is even worthy. I think sometimes we underestimate the things that we've gone through, how powerful it is, how it can help someone else. So how has self-love, you know, played a role though for you to say, hey, I know that my story was going to help someone else. And I know that I'm worthy of, you know, just following so many goals at your age. How has self-love played a role? 
Um, Self-love is very important to me because if I can't love myself, then nobody else can love me. And I find that when you don't love yourself and you're not connected with yourself, you're not able to be your true self, you're not able to be happy. And so one of the biggest lessons for me was looking myself in the mirror and telling myself I love myself and I'm perfect the way I am. And no matter how I look or no matter what my the scale says when I weigh myself in the morning, I'm perfect just as I am. And it's important for all of us to figure that out and to find that self-love because it's hard. And, and being a woman and being a young girl back in the day was hard is because you you have this thing where you're you're growing up and you want to date and you want to find the one and you want to find the man but then all along the way people break your hearts or people are not truthful or people are totally not the best and you get treated un- unfair but you got to step up each time and you got to get up and you got to love yourself again and you got to put yourself out there because eventually the true love or the person that's meant for you will come but that doesn't matter finding the one what matters is finding yourself and like I was always so dedicated with finding the one and finding my love and I wish I wasn't because I was so focused on that that I forgot to focus on me and Mm. when you focus on you and you trust that the one will come and you're able to love who you are when you look yourself in the mirror then whoever will come in your life will love you for you so that was a big big lesson for me is just focus on you and focus on loving yourself every day Another great, and I love that advice, That and it applies at any age, really. Um, something that I saw on your website that I also love, it was just a quote saying, become the happiest version of you. Mm-hmm. So again, right now, we everyone I feel is trying to find themselves more than ever in these past few years, because we all were faced with the reality of time. Tomorrow's not promised. This evening is not even promised. So I think some people really did try to do the inner work to learn ourselves more. You know, this is the great resignation. People are leaving their jobs. People are just going outside of the grid to find, like you said, the happiest version of you. So can you explain more what what your interpretation of that is when you had it on your side become the happiest version of you? And once again, what can a person do to find their happy, to really look inside themselves and become the happiest version of themselves. I mean, the happiest version of you is really just going in the world. And, and when you go outside every morning and you're happy, you know that it's the happiest version of you. When you wake up every morning and you love who you look, who looks back in the mirror and you love your reflection and you love who you are and you love who you're becoming, that's the happy, happiest version of you. And like we all, we always grow and we always evolve and we're always going to have different career paths, maybe, or different passions or hobbies or different things that our soul mode is, is connected to. But along that way, we always have to be the happiest version of us. Like who I was last year and who I am today is different. I, I had to become the happiest version of myself because I went through my own struggles and my own issues last year. And so has everyone else. So we're always going to go like back and forward, back and forth to become the happiest version of us. And it's always changing. We're always growing and evolving. But when we just focus and, and and try at least in every moment to be the happiest version of you, you will feel it in every moment of life. 
Right, right. So before we end everything, can you tell everyone how they can find you, how they can join your workshops, your high vibe sessions, the beyond, the beneath and beyond sessions, and obviously purchase your books and connect with you. Tell everyone how they can locate you. Yeah, so I'm on social media, Brett Christantos. And you can locate you can locate me or find me on my website, BrittChrisantos.com or um, my books on Amazon or um, Indigo or Chapters Online, and you can get my copies of my book there. And I hope you guys connect with me and if I can inspire you or I can be there for you. If, if you have any advice or things you want to ask me, like I'm here, I'm down to help and, and talk with you. So I'm excited to hear from all you guys. <laughs> Thank you so much. I really appreciate you sharing your story. Like I said, you just have a very positive energy, which is great. And I definitely commend you to be young and to make a difference, you know, and to take your story and to help people, teenagers especially, and also older people that can connect with you. I'm obviously older than you, but just our conversation, I definitely can connect and relate and it's very inspiring how you address people. And I really commend what you're doing. And I think it's a great thing. Thank you. I really appreciate it. Thank you for having me. Thank you. I definitely enjoyed this conversation. And once again, I just wish you all the luck. And I know that you're going to go really far in whatever you set your mind to. I know you can accomplish it because look at what you've done so far. So I think it's a wonderful thing. And I definitely commend you again. Thank you so much. <laughs> Thank you. Brittany is such an amazing person. I just really hope that people took, again, some gems from this great conversation. She's doing a lot to help people. And it's just really great just knowing that there's someone young like Brittany that has taken the things that she's gone through and gone ahead and inspired others. I definitely appreciated speaking with her. And some of the things that she mentioned that was so wonderful, was just something as simple as becoming the happiest version of you. We all have gone through a trying time over the past few years, obviously, with this different new way of life that we've all been faced with. But just speaking to someone like her and just listening to some of the tools that she mentioned, there are ways that we can still become the happiest version of ourselves. Life is short. We are not promised tomorrow. So while we're here, we might as well make the best of life, whether that's following a dream that you put off to the side, whether that's becoming a healthier person, whether it's changing some different habits or just lifestyle changes. We have nothing but time right now to go ahead and make a change. It's never too late to change for the better and become the happiest version of you. So I hope you guys really go ahead and follow Brittany. She has an amazing journey, and that's Brittany Cristantos. Follow her on social media and go to her website. That's BrittanyCristantos.com. And don't forget to visit www.thekeychat.com. There's self-empowerment merchandise a blog, and many other episodes from great people just like Brittany that are here to motivate, inspire, and empower. So be safe and go love me.